Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen and joining me today is Roxy Lehman, founder of Dress for a Night. How are you, Rox? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us, who is Roxy Lehman? (laughs) Well, who am I? I am definitely that person who gets ridiculously excited about an idea and then I kind of just go out and make it happen. So (laughs) one of those ideas was to start a dress rental company and here we are six years later where I now get to help hundreds of women every week look amazing by renting a dress but also have a positive impact on reducing fashion waste. Can you talk to us a bit more about that that journey and that call to adventure to obviously launching Dress for a Night Uh, and I also want to dig deeper into the fashion waste piece because that's something that's really important. Yes absolutely. Well, I launched Dress for a Night because I wished it, it existed. So six years ago, I worked in the corporate world. I was a human resources manager. And every year, the senior management group got invited to this really fancy black tie gala dinner. And I went the year before. They took a beautiful photo and put that photo in the boardroom. So I couldn't wear the same dress as the previous year because the photo was in the boardroom. And I really struggled finding an outfit for that event. It was really stressful. I just moved to a new city. I didn't have any friends that I could borrow from. And when I decided to bite the bullet and go to a store to try and buy a dress, I actually had a really bad experience. Um, they they laughed in my face when I only wanted to spend less than $200 for a ball gown. And I was like, you know what? There has to be a better way. I want to wear a nice dress. This is important to me. But I knew I would only wear the dress once. And I really, also, I really don't like waste. I don't like throwing things out. I don't like if there's unnecessary waste. So buying an expensive dress to wear it only once really seemed like a huge waste. So... I thought about what's a sustainable way to do this and renting a dress came to mind and I guess I started to look into it and the idea for Dress One Night was born. Very exciting. And I think we all have uh, wardrobes full of potential things that we no longer need. There's something in my wardrobe for a uh, a birthday party in a few weeks. I was like, it's, um, I can't even think what the the theme is, something something a little (laughs) bit crazy. And I was like, I think that will be the perfect dress. (laughs) Uh, for that, I don't. I don't need to go and buy myself uh, another another dress so that we can recalibrate for fancy dress if we if we need it. So, Rox, I'm sure there have been trials and tribulations that you have experienced on the road to achieving your goals and impact. Would you be open to sharing some of those? Absolutely. Um, so, so many, so many things that can go wrong in business, but I think every time something goes wrong, you overcome it and actually makes you a better business person. It makes 
your business a better business. Um, I think if I think about what's been happening, what comes to mind is last year. Obviously, last year with COVID would have been a very hard time for a lot of businesses. And for us, we rely on people going out, having events, to rent a dress. And as soon as the lockdowns came into effect, there were no more events. And I, re- I vividly remember that week that all of a sudden there was no revenue. We actually had minus days where we had to give so many refunds and we had to think really hard how we could survive that. And initially we cut cost, we consolidated. It meant we had to close one of our physical stores, which was really sad at the time. But then we put our thinking caps on. We kind of thought we have thousands of dresses here how can we get these dresses to the people how can we turn this situation into an innovation and overnight we had this idea what if we post the dresses to the people to try on if they can't come here why can't the dress go to the person and we launched this try on service overnight I updated the website and I was like ta-da world here is a try on service we had no idea how it would go and it just blew up it got really really popular with people and I think it's really helped us get to the point where we are now. And so bravery and courage are two leading traits of entrepreneurs. How have they played a part in your experiences so far? I think it definitely takes courage to start a business. (laughs) I don't think I'm particularly brave though but I do act on intuition and I go for things when they feel right. I'm definitely a big believer in um, starting before you're ready and then figuring out the dales as you go because I think if I don't have a deadline, I don't actually get anything done. So I like to jump into things with two feet and figure, figure things out from there. Can you share a little bit more about what starting before you are ready actually means? Is it about we are waiting for this perfect time to start something. Can you share more about that? Exactly. It's about waiting for that perfect time and missing the moment. Um, I'm definitely a perfectionist and that is the worst way to be in business because things are never going to be perfect. But I think as business owners, especially when you're starting out, you feel like you have to prove it to the world and in that you can wait for too long and never launch. You can spend so much time preparing the perfect website and pushing out that launch date because you don't feel ready. So I'm a big believer on jumping in when you don't feel ready to make sure that you actually you put it out to the world because otherwise the world is going to miss out on the great things that you have to present while you're waiting for that perfect moment to launch. So the word purpose is something obviously important to entrepreneurial women with purpose. What does that word mean to you? Family purpose is such a big word. Um, it's something that we all we all want, but I think we can we can really stress out trying to find our purpose when really, in my mind, it is so simple. For me, purpose means you're doing something that lights you up and you're doing good. And what do you think your purpose is? (laughs) Well, I think for me, I like to be the best version that I can be. If If I keep my vibes high and I go out there 
with those good vibes and the high vibes, I know I'm going to make somebody else's day better. I feel like I'm contributing to a, you know, a better world as such that it sounds really cheesy, but I think in times where there is so much fear and anxiety, where COVID is in the news every day, it's so important that we keep our vibes high. And then I also believe acting on intuition, the right things will come to you. I never actually started off thinking Dress for Night was going to be this big business, but here we are. I get to help hundreds of women a week. I've created jobs. I now get to work with 10 people whose jobs are created every single day. And I think so many great things come when you do the things that light you up. You touched on something before around making you the best version of yourself. What are some of the things that you do every day, those daily rituals and routines that you know that you need to do to be that best version of you? Daily rituals. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of meditating and I know, Catherine, you are too. But there is small little things that we, I like to do on a daily basis. I have a little gratitude ritual in the morning. I, in the morning, I like to write down 10 things that I'm grateful for. And that could be big things like I'm grateful for the beautiful house that I live in. I'm grateful for the team at work. Or it could be really small things as well. It could be I'm grateful for coffee today. (laughs) But just writing those 10 things down, I feel like it really helps you make conscious of how much you have every single day. And then the other thing that I like to do is at nighttime when I go to bed, when I lay in bed just before I go to sleep, I like to think about my favourite thing that happened that day. What good thing happened today? And even if you had a crappy day, you can go to bed grumpy, but if you take a moment to think about what good thing happened today, I can guarantee you're going to find at least one awesome thing that happened that day. Now, I want to explore your daily meditation a little further. Why is meditation so important to you? Why is meditation important to me? That is a good question. I think over the years I've started to observe my emotions and my feelings and I realised how much of that your mindset controls or your mindset contributes of how you perceive the world around you. In meditations, I've learned how to really, I guess, drop in and feel grounded. And I feel like if I approach a day feeling grounded, I know I'm going to have a really good day. Even if things go wrong, I'm really well prepared to deal with those things and overcome them. And I've also realised, I feel like especially as women, you know, hormones, they play a massive role. You could be having a great day and still feel crappy because that's just your hormones that day. And I think we don't actually have to put up with feeling crappy. You can take a moment, you can be very deliberate about taking a moment to meditate, to drop in. Um, There's a few other techniques that I can talk to you about as well, but you can take a moment to drop in and consciously change the way that you feel. And I feel like meditation is a really good way to do that. But the other thing that I really love doing to, I guess, clear out emotion to get grounded is um, EFT, EFT tapping, I think. What does it stand for? Emotional freedom technique. That's something I've learned over the years and it's really helped me in busy. It helps me. EFT has really helped me in business 
to deal with stressful situations. So my next question you've touched on a little bit earlier about, you know, you uh, being in a business where you literally had to close your doors and then looking at other ways and other opportunities through uh, the try-on service. I really would love to explore some other ways that you have used this time of global change to create new opportunities for dress for the night, for a night. Well, it's definitely a time of global change. And what we really noticed is how much more people like to shop online. I think during COVID, we spent a lot more time at home, couldn't go to the shops. So even the people that weren't very computer savvy gained a trust in ordering things online. And I think for Dress for a Night, it was a really exciting opportunity to focus on our online presence and focusing on having a wider reach because we have a store in Sydney so people can come and try things on. But we've also really looked at how could I also help people in other states? How can I post dresses interstate? So we've done a lot of work around that and making our website easier to use so that we can work, I guess, work smarter rather than harder. And I think those digital capabilities and enabling your business with new digital capabilities is such a key way to transform for what will be a very different future of organisations. You know, if you look at the entire retail model, that's been completely disrupted. The work that you guys do is obviously a complete disruption of that business model. And I think that only digital capabilities can really enhance that even further. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) Where will you focus your impact in the next 12 months of your business? So for the next 12 months, our goal is to make some positive improvements to our sustainability within the business. I guess renting a dress is amazing because reusing a garment means that you're keeping it out of landfill and that is a more sustainable approach to fashion. But there is still the process of getting it to the customer that can create waste. For example, um, posting a dress to a customer, you've got packaging to think about. And one thing that we recently achieved is to eliminate plastic from that process. So we changed all of our post satchels to compostable satchels and compostable labels. So everything that goes out to the customer, they actually send back to us. And we then have a commercial composter that um, collects it from us. So we reduce waste with that part, um, I guess, eliminate as much as possible. And it's now for us to really look at the rest of the business and see how can we have a more positive impact and reduce waste, waste as much as possible. Awesome. And I think every business is really starting to look at those things and really seeing how important they are to the overall uh, journey of the of the business and the life cycle of the business as well. I think um, you're right. A lot of businesses are looking at it, but I think there is a bit of a danger at the moment that everyone's jumping on the um, compostable satchel kind of, um, you know, jumping on that trend but I think it's really important that we look at the full loop because if um, compostable satchels end up in landfill they don't actually are able to um, decompose very easily so I think for us it was really important to look at the full picture that if we had compostable satchels and we sent them to customers there's still that risk like I said they might um, you know still end up in landfill so what we really encourage our customers to do to make sure that they send it back to us so that we can also control that aspect that it actually ends up in the right environment for the composting to happen. 
So through Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose, we have a wonderful community uh, of women all over Australia and New Zealand. What is that one thing that you are super passionate about that you would like to call for action from our community? I thought about this question a lot and you have so many amazing women that come on this podcast. So I feel like my thing that I will put out to the community is to say, do the things that light you up. I recently got really good at outsourcing um, and it enabled me to actually now do the things that I enjoy. And it's made such a big difference um, because Catherine, you'll be impressed to hear this. It's actually freed me up to practice a bit of self-care. And I think as women in business, we sometimes think we need to work extra hard, working 24 seven and it's easy for us to forget that we need to care for ourselves. So it's been really insightful for me to create that space and being able to focus on myself and then also being a better person in life and business. And I think the magic actually happens in our lives and in our businesses when we're not working 24-7 and it's a hard thing to change, to be able to stop and to reflect and re uh you know calibrate our lives to the things that are most uh important but you know doing those things that light you up is such a crucial part of that so thank you so much roxy from dress for a night for sharing your world and wisdom with entrepreneurial women with purpose Toitu EnviroCare is an important and valued partner for entrepreneurial women with purpose in our collective approach to New Zealand being carbon zero by 2030. Through measuring, managing and reducing our carbon impact, we can all be contributors to the goal. Check out their new SMB and farming tools at toitu.co.nz.